Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maddoxburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Father, thank you for your mighty Holy Spirit. Speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. We've been talking about a mega church, all right? And I said our vision is to have a mega church. Where there is no vision, the people perish or the people are destroyed. Amen. So as a church, if we don't have a vision, we are headed for destruction. I told you, if you are in a relationship... The relationship must have a vision. If it doesn't have a vision, believe you me, yours sincerely, it will end in destruction. That is how come that you have been in quite a number of relationships and it has just ended in pain. I don't need scriptures to prove this point to you. Just your life, you can see that you were in a relationship, it ended in pain. You were in, it it didn't have a vision. And sometimes even having the wrong vision is the same as not having a vision. It either didn't have a vision or it had the wrong vision. But when it it has the right relationship, right vision, and the the best vision for a relationship is marriage. When it has it, you work towards it. Hallelujah. So I said, as a church also, our vision is to have a mega church. Now, when you come to church on Tuesday, your vision should be that you have come to listen to the word of God, not to stay on your phone. That's a bad vision. So check if your neighbor is staying on their phone. Yeah. Check, check, check your neighbor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I mean, I'm preaching for just, I have only 28 minutes left. You're already on your phone WhatsApping me. How can I even reply when I'm preaching? So WhatsApp me after church. Somebody say amen. Amen. Say a nice amen. Amen. So our vision is to have a mega church. Who was at UKZ10 when I came there on Wednesday? Wednesday. Where are they? Okay. I gave you 20 definitions of a mega church. I'm trying to avoid ambiguity when I say mega church. Then you think it's something else. So we want to be on the same page when we say a mega church. Or when we say... When we say, what is a mega church? We are all on the same page. Amen. Number one, we said a mega church is what? A big church. All right? Number two, it is what? It's a massive. If you are not at UKZ, then don't say anything. We will cover all the things you are thinking. It's, it's a big church. Number two, it's a massive church. Number three, is a what? I can't hear you. You are not speaking to your beloved. Enorm- Stand up so that when you talk, we can hear you. It's an enormous church. Number four. It's a great church. Four is what? Three is what? Okay, so one is what? Big. Massive. Three. Large church. We are looking for a large church. Amen. Four is what? Enormous. Five is what? Great. Keep standing, brother. A great church. 
Six is what? A gigantic church. Tell your neighbor, a gigantic church. Seven is what? Not gigantic. Or gigantic. Please teach your neighbor. It's not gigantic or gigantic. Gigantic. Number seven. It's a huge church. May we have a huge church. Huge church. Nine, eight is what? Humongous church. Humongous church. Nine is what? A supersized church. A supersized church. You can't call 20 people to come and sing in the choir. Then you say it's a supersized choir. That's not a supersized choir. No. Recently, we were, we were just listening to um, Bishop on First Love and, he was, they, and other things. And then they were saying, for this Good Friday service, dancing stars, they are trying to have 10,000 member dancing stars. 10,000. That's a supersized dancing stars. And if they are going to have 10,000 dancing stars, then imagine the choir they are planning to have. Then now, how many people are they expecting for their service? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure they will rehearse at the venue. Hmm? Supersize, supersize church. Number 10. An over a mega church is an oversized church. Oversized. And what if, if you think about oversized, it means even the space you have created for it, it cannot the space cannot contain it. Oversized. Number eleven. Hey, you have stopped talking, or why? Number 11 is what? A jumbo-sized church, or a jumbo church. Jumbo. Somebody will say jumbo. We'll take it like that. A jumbo-sized church. Number 12. Oceanic church. Oceanic. That's why I said, don't say anything. By the time we finish would have covered all the possible things you could have thought about. Yeah, oceanic church. It's like the ocean. When you look at it, when we say something is oceanic, it means like the way the sea is. You can't see the other side. You look at it and say, hey, if we try to go, we will fall down. Yes, that's it. Or you even convince yourself that the sea meets the sky. Yes, that's how it is. You have to come up with some explanation just to keep your temperature down. When you see the church in the place, you go to Popomania and see a super-sized church. You have to give yourself some explanation just to keep your temperature down. Yeah. The next one is what? A mammoth church. Mammoth church. Big church. Next one. Giant church. Giant. 
Wow. Giant. A giant is a super big creature. Hey. Next one. A vast church. A vast, vast church. Next one. An immeasurable church. A church that that has 202 people, you can measure it. An immeasurable church. Yeah, is it? And I'm I'm a master when it comes to counting people and chairs. Oh, totally. Yesterday I went for the graduation. I was just working with these guys. When we finished, I told them that there's an average of about 2,065 chairs in this place. Lungani said, hey. I just explained to you, there are 32 this way, there are 65 that way. Counted, as I'm there, I've counted a long time ago. It's like a default setting. When I'm there, I'm not, I can't do anything on that, I start to count. These chairs here, even this week, I've come to count the chairs that are here. I came here. It's measurable. These chairs can be measured, so you just count. But an immeasurable chair, you count 56, 57, 58, 59, 50, 10, 50, 11, hey, sorry, 50, hey. You even get confused. <laughs> next one, next one. An epic church. When we say something is of an epic proportion, it means that it is of a very big and large proportion. An epic church. Next one. A tremendous church. Next one. A colossal church. A colossal church. You see why you can't fail your English if you come to church? Even the words that you are hearing, when your teacher asks a question, you use any of them to answer. The teacher doesn't understand. Oh, yeah, it's correct. It's correct. I mean, if you are the teacher, you don't want the student to disgrace you. So you say, oh, okay, clap for him. Meanwhile, the answer is wrong. Next one. (laughs) A grand church. A mega church, children, keep your eye on the ball. A mega church is a grand church. Put your hands together for the mega church. Sit down. So this is what we are looking for, and this is what we are chasing. I just mentioned, I just wanted to mention them so that it goes on record. This is what we are looking for. A grand church, an epic church, and that is our vision. And we said, once you have that as your vision, it will lead you on a journey to do the things that give a mega church. You will change the things you need to change. You will add things that you need to add. You want to have a big bar center, you may have to change your attitude. Yeah, maybe I think today I should just talk about this, then we go home. You may have to change your attitude. You want to have people, look, have you ever seen me with a frown on my face before? I practice it at home. I practice it. I have a mirror. I just look, smile. Then I shake the mirror. Smile, smile, smile. Then when the mirror starts smiling, then I also smile. Yeah. Try it and see. Just hold the mirror like that. Look at it. Smile. If it's not, shake the mirror. Smile. As soon as the mirror smiles, it will reflect on your face. Yeah, you may have to change your attitude. You are always angry with an angry look 
on your face. Unapproachable look. I mean, you cannot be approached. Even hurricane cannot approach you. Not hurricane. Hurricane. Hurricane Katrina. I mean, you always have a certain... It's, it's like you are trying to build your jaw muscles. So you are working them out. And some of you, too, by, by just chewing gum all the time, so your jaw muscles have built up already. So even without flexing them, you look stained. Then now you flex them also. Nobody can come to you. Nobody would like to be around you. So then when you wonder why people don't come to your bar center and you start blaming demons, then demons look at you and say, ah, look, as for this one, it's not our fault. They, 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 they go to Satan and say, look, Satan, now these guys are accusing us of things we have not done. These guys. They are now the accusers. They are accusing us of things we have not done. Because this one, we didn't, we didn't do anything. Your face alone scared the people away. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the attitude you have, you are not people friendly. You see, there are some places that are not wheelchair, wheelchair friendly. So if you're in a wheelchair, you can't go there. I mean, our church, if you're in a wheelchair, I don't know how you will come. We have to lift you up. But by law, it should not be so. It should be a way that they can just push you in. Do you get it? As at the time they put up this building, they didn't think about that. That law had not come. Yeah. So, for if we want to have people in wheelchairs, we must be wheelchair friendly. You too, if you want to have people in your church and in your bar center, you must be people friendly. People friendly. People. A smile must just come. It's, you, don't, you, don't, you, you see like the way you are smiling. If I, if I wanted to talk to somebody here, I'm not like, I'm like, let me not say who I'm not likely to talk. I'm just likely to talk to you. Yeah, just because of the smile on your face. Ah, the two of you came to my office today. When you came, was I happy to see you? Did you feel I was happy to see you? Had you planned to come and see me? No, I, did you know you were going to see? It was just by accident. But as soon as you got there, yeah, that's how you get people to be around you. But if you're waiting, mm, this person, she did this last week, and then that last week, anger, even you look like my grandmother who insulted me last year. Like, hey. You have nobody. I said the vision. You see, if like a young lady, you have a vision that you want to finish school, you will go in a certain direction. But if your vision is not to finish, your vision is to stay in the school longer and even have children in the school. You also go on another line. So the desire for a mega church will lead you. Look, you can't be a mega church pastor if you don't take nonsense. You have to take nonsense. People have a lot of nonsense. You have to take nonsense. Oh, you have to take nonsense. Ask for me, I don't take any nonsense at all. Look, you don't take nonsense, you have nobody. I'm telling you, there'll be nobody in the bar center. Why are you why are you 33 seconds late? I told you to be here exactly at eight o'clock. You have come eight point something. 
and you couldn't even call to let us know. Oh, I sent you a WhatsApp message. Do you know whether I have data or I don't have data? Hey! up. No. Look, Noah had an ark. You can take Noah's ark as his church. And his church members were animals. There were snakes. There were, there were rats. Imagine snakes and rats in the same church. And the cat and the mouse. Then the cat and the dog. Then the lion and the antelope. They are all inside him. But he managed all of them. Managed all of them. I'm sure he, with all the annoyances, he has told the, the lion, the way you are looking at the antelope, it's not nice. Change your facial expression. He has advised the, 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 the lion will say, that is my food. Then Noah told the lion, look, this is the last of the antelopes in the world. Let us go. Then when they have more children, then you can catch some of them. Lion says, I'm hungry now. So, antelope is threatened all the time in the church. Antelope is threatened. We have had a church member threaten another church member in the church before. It's like Noah's Ark. I don't like the way, please change my room. I'm sure antelope told Noah, change my room. I want to go to where the sheep are. I feel safer there. Hey! Lion is just saying that you wait when the lights go off. You wait when Noah turns off the light. You know, cats, that's, that's how come lions are able, this is why lions are able to kill elephants and bigger animals than them. They are cats, so they can see in the night. And these animals can't see in the night. How many of you have watched a movie before then? They'll turn off the light. Then the soldiers will put something. Or even the camera will focus on the eyes of the car. You see that it's shining. Uh -huh. So they can see in the night. And the other animals can see. The other animals are like you and I. If we are here and you turn off the light. It's not like they are blind. But they can't see because of the absence of light. But the lion being a cat and the tiger. All the cat family. They can see clearly. They see you like daytime. So when they are sneaking up on the animals, the animals can see. But Noah managed all of them. Learn to manage the people you have. Amen. Learn to manage them. I, le I have learned to... The people I work with, they are all different. All of them are different. And there are quite a number of them. Different. Different. So, I have to learn how to manage Gail yes. and how to manage Leah yes. 
and how to manage Lindo. Lindo, her problem is only one problem. <laughs> only one. What she's looking for, Leah is not looking for. A girl is not looking for it. After... It's a case-specific situation. Or person-specific case. Yeah. Uh, are you pale? Okay, I've been looking for you. So I look at your face. Your face looks different. I think, okay, but it's you. I've been looking for you. If you have not heard, I'm telling you. Yeah. So you have to learn to manage the people. Some of us, nobody can live with us. Nobody can come to your house. Oh, yeah. As soon as somebody comes to your house, you have a complaint. As soon as somebody comes to you, you have a complaint. Nobody can sit by you in the church. Nobody can be your friend in the church. They are your friend for two. I knew a girl. Look, when you become her friend. No, this is a true story. It's not even based on a true story. When it's based on a true story, it means we paraphrase it. This one is direct as it is. All the characters are the same. Just the names have been withheld for security purposes. Look. She has collected money from everybody in the church. And the way she can run her mouth, and, oh, you will believe. Collect money from Gail. I'll pay tomorrow. Collect money. Collect money from everybody. Look, it can come. if she comes to visit you, don't be surprised if she collects money from people in your house that you don't know about. Then after some time, it will burst into a problem. This person is looking for her. This so sometimes she has to disappear even from church. Yeah, because church is one of the possible places they will find. Look, there was a point she was owing her landlord. She used to sleep in the toilet. You know this toilet that they built outside the house. So when she comes, then she'll go and sleep in the toilet. Because she doesn't want to go into the room for the landlord to come and catch her in the room. Nobody can be with you. If that's the attitude, you will not have anybody. Hallelujah. I don't know why you let us talk about all these things. A mega church. So why are we having a mega church? Let me just give you two, three reasons for today. Today's reason. This one is just um, fellowship, graduation fellowship. A mega church Having a mega, we must have a mega church to fulfill our biblical quota. Our biblical quota as a church. All the churches in the Bible had a thousand members and over. All the churches in the New Testament. There's no church with seven members, 17 members, 34 members, 150 members. No. If you hear those numbers, 120. 12, 20, and 4, they are all just leaders. Jesus had 120 shepherds, apostles, 12 disciples. But the group itself, if Jesus could hold a meeting and feed 5,000 people, then imagine the size of the church. In Acts chapter 2, the famous story which we know of the New Testament church where Peter preached. The Bible says when he finished Acts 2, 42 to 46, the Bible says, and they were added unto them about 3,000. So the church grew by 3,000. 
It grew by what? 3,000. Acts 4, I think Acts 4, 14. The Bible says, and they were, they, they, when he finished preaching, a thousand people, 5,000 people believed and they joined them. 5,000. 5,000. The question, how many were there, you know? Yeah. So, we need to hit a thousand and over here in Peter Marysburg to fulfill our quota. So that's where somebody will ask that, Pastor, maybe we should just finish with that. Somebody will ask, oh, Pastor, but how do we fit 1,000 people here? That's why we say, we want to have a mega church here, a mega church in Popomania, a mega church in Sweetwaters, a mega church on UKZ10 campus, a mega church in Woodlands, like that. So even if we have 2,000 people, they are spread in all these places. Then once a year, or something like that, we go to something like Royal Showgrounds. Then we go and just feel free in the place. Yeah. Hallelujah. All the churches in the Bible had big numbers. Big numbers. Thousand. Thousands. That's why we must desire to have a church with thousand members. At least one thousand there we must get it. We should never be satisfied until we get a thousand. They'll be happy. So it's a small church. It's a nice, small. We are cozy. We are like a family. Look, even 400, we can be a family. We can be a better family. 500 will be even a stronger family. Yeah. Somebody sent me a message. They say, the person said, Rev, if you have to go to every graduation, you are going to be tired, oh. So I reply, I'm at a graduation now. As you are, as at now that you are, I'm at, then I, I, that's when I took a picture of you and I and Joel. And I said, we are at a graduation right now. Even I'm talking, we are at a graduation. But when the church is very big, there'll be so many pastors in the church. You are graduating, you are graduating. I go for one, somebody goes for one. Everybody in the church will be covered. Nobody will be neglected. Another reason why we must have a mega church is that it releases more laborers. More laborers and workers in the house of the Lord. More laborers and more workers. In Matthew chapter 9, 36, 37, which is the famous scriptures we know, that he saw the multitude was moved with compassion because they fainted and they scattered as sheep having no shepherd. Then he put that scripture and said, the harvest indeed is plenteous, but the laborers are few. The people to do the, the work there is great, but the people to do the work, they are very few. They are very few. Very few. Imagine that you had about 50 workers in Cinderella. Pastor, what do you mean by workers? I mean shepherds, Center leaders, but center leaders, pastors, that's what I mean. Not church members, workers. Workers in the church who do voluntarily, they work in the church. But when the church is bigger, you get, because it's always a percentage of the church that joins the work. 20% of the church does the work for 80% to enjoy. And 80% of the church enjoys what 20% of the church do. So no matter how hard you preach, only about 20% of the people will join the work. 
So that's the reason why you have not joined the work all these years. You have been in the church for almost seven years. You have still not joined the work. Nice, smiling, greeting everybody in the church. You have a selfie with everybody in the church, yet you don't join the work. This is the reason. Not everybody joins the work. But when the church is bigger, and we say even just 10% or 20% are joining the work, that's a big group. That's a big group. That's a big group. This year, when we started this year, I told I want to have 100 Basenta leaders here at Apache, just Apache alone, 100 of them. They asked me why. I said, you have been sharing their grace and our 1,000 members and our 100 Basentas. What did you think it meant? Who is going to lead the Basenta? We need shepherds and workers. That's why we are believing God to have a big church so that when we preach and people respond to the preaching, the number will always be great. A mega church also means that more souls are being won. More souls are being won. The bigger our churches, the more souls we have won. It's as simple as that. The smaller our churches, if your church has 10 people, it means you have won only 10 souls. Don't deceive anybody. We have, in the spirit, we have won 1,000 souls. No, come, come out of the spirit and come into the flesh. Come, I will come into the spirit and bring you out from there into the flesh. In the flesh, we have won only 10 souls. That's all it means. That's what it means. Um, Pastor, but we have been going for outreaches. We have done so many. So many souls have been, if they have been won, if Currently, there are 10 people sitting there. It means all the others are backsliding, left with only this 10. That is your work that is sitting right in front of you. Very simple. So if your basenta has four people, it means you have won just four souls. Just four souls. The bigger the church, the more souls that have. It's as simple as there's no argument. You can't flip it around in any way. The bigger the church, the more the souls. Today I saw, I, I, I think yesterday I saw, they said the bigger the head, the bigger the headache. <laughs> so the bigger your head, the bigger the type of headache you have, you know. Amazing. It's also, it makes, it makes sense. I don't know whether it's scientific, but... I mean, a bigger portion of the body has been affected. So the bigger the church, Tyler, the, look, if we have six people in DUT, it means we have only won six souls in DUT. It's as simple as that. Don't say, you know, but pastor in the spirit, or when you go to heaven, you will say we have won. No, 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 no. The one that is what you see, it is what it is. And like I said, do what? Come out of the spirit and count the people in the flesh physically. That's all. May we win more souls. How will we know if we have won more souls? We'll know by the size of the church. It's as simple as that. We'll know by the size of the church. We'll know by the size of the center. We'll know by the size of the basenta. We'll know by the size of the branch. That we have won more souls. And the bigger our churches, as our churches are getting bigger, our souls are increasing. Yeah. Our souls are increasing. 
I pray that God gives us the grace to build big churches. Big churches. Big churches. Before we close, let's go through the 20 again. Number one is what? Quickly, with the speed of light. A mega church is a it's a big church. Number two, it's a massive church. Number three, it's a large church. Number four, it's an enormous church. Number five, it's a great church. Number six, it's a gigantic church. Number seven, it's a huge church. Number eight, it's a humongous church. Number nine, it's a super. May our churches become super sized. Supersized. I, I like that word. It even comes with a certain feel. A supersized church. Number 10 is what? An oversized church. Wow. Number 11 is what? It's a jumbo church. Number 12? Oceanic church. Number 13? Mammoth church. Number next one? It's a giant church. Number 15? It's a vast church. Number 16, an immeasurable church. Ah, may we have an immeasurable church. Last week I told you of the pastor who said, Ghana is full of people and lighthouse. Maybe said of us that Peter Meisbeck is full of people and loyalty house chapel international. Next one, it's an epic church. The next one is what? It's a tremendous church. The 19 is what? A colossal church. And then 20 is what? It's a grand church. May the Lord bless us with a grand church in this city. In Jesus' name. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Lift your hands and pray and ask God. As you are building a mega church, use me. If you can use anything, use me. Use me. Use me. Ask the Lord to use you. Today, surrender to God and say, Lord, use me. Use me. Use me. As you are building the church, use me. Use me. As you yield yourself to God to use you, God will work on all the bad attitudes that don't allow people to be around you. Just pray wherever you are. If you can use anything, Lord, use me. Use me. Use me. Use me. Use me, brando lobos, kepalola, katoliaba, ripondo, skipalala, branto lobos, kepalola. If you can use anything, if you can use anything, Lord, if you can use anything, Lord, if you can use anything, Lord, use us, use us, use us. We yield to you, we give ourselves to you, use us to your glory, use us to your glory, Lord, use us to your glory, Lord, in the name of Jesus, use us. Use us, use us. Take our hands, use our hands. Use our time, use our cars, use our moments. Use everything that we have, Lord. Use it to build your church, Lord. Use it to build a mega church, Lord. Use me. You can use me. You can use me. You can use me. You can use me. Take my hands, Lord. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet, Lord. Touch my heart. Speak through me, Lord. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak through me. If you can use anything. If you can use anything, Lord. You can use.
use me. Lift your hands, sing this song with us if you can use anything. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Let it be your prayer. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can, you can use me. Let it be your prayer tonight. If you can use anything, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart. Touch, Touch my heart, Lord, speak to me. If you can use anything, How many of Lord, you want God to use you? Then use lift up your voice and say to him, if you can Lord, use anything, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. It's a song of surrender to oh. him. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak to me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Let's sing it for the last time. If you can use anything, Lord. You can use me if you can use anything, Lord. You can use me if you can use anything, Lord. You can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak to me if you can use anything, Lord. Come on and use me. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078 038 2166. God richly bless you.